0: The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks
1: captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman,
0: and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There you go. Thank you, Alliance. Beautiful. Brett, you said something off the a second ago that you oh. went to a wedding on Friday. And you DJed it. Yeah. And it was for two ladies. Mm -hmm. How is that different? As far as what? Just the crowd and the way weddings look. I haven't been to a lesbian wedding yet. It's got to be amazing. Song selection? Uh, Song selection was definitely
1: different. Yeah, what is it? Uh, You know, I mean, a lot of stuff you'd expect. There's a lot of Gaga, a lot of Katy Perry. (laughs) Right. Uh, This one in particular was uh no anti-semitic so like no kanye uh well, like
0: that's nothing Specifically, you know, are there weddings
1: where they want the uh the anti-jew music? <laughs> not not necessarily they put <laughs> it they that way but point. they will say like oh i want to hear gold digger i want to hear this i want to yeah. hear that but like, this like, one was like that. none of that okay. uh no michael jackson nothing no michael
0: jackson yeah because of, of the his child history thing? wow yeah. it was oh, a yeah. woke wedding mm-hmm. So uh-huh. there was a lot of stuff It was, like, no Gary yeah. Glitter. No, no. Anything There's, new that Abba you're, like, they was on there? ABBA was Abba's on the list. On the list. Oh, got oh, the, I was yeah, going right, to say, what right, did Abba, they yeah. do? Yeah. say Who Cher. else was banned? Do you know who else was banned? Uh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly's out. Yeah. So Madonna. Madonna was on it. On it, oh, for sure. Yeah. So Cher, Madonna, Gaga, mm-hmm. Elton John. Yeah. Dua Lipa. Uh, yep, Dua oh, was, was on there. Lizzo was on there. Lizzo, yeah. Okay, but then you start getting into any sort of, any controversial anything. Yeah. And they had a list for you. Uh, Of Do Not
1: Plays. As far as like artists don't play. Kim Petras, Unholy? Uh, I didn't play that one. It wasn't on the list, but I'm sure I could have got away with that. I didn't even think about that, to be
0: honest. What do you suppose that... uh, Was it because of the couple, or were they trying to keep it from making the crowd uncomfortable? Who would have lost their minds over that? I don't know, because the couple was really cool. Yeah. They were... it might have, you
1: know, it might have been the crowd itself. Yeah, they were just worried just we got that some somebody, some woke folks. out here, you How know. About that? But the, the the couple was great; they were awesome. I, I would have any new artist that you've never played before. Like, no, no, nothing. That's nothing ridiculous. Crazy.
0: And then, so the weddings themselves, the lesbian weddings are pretty much just run of the mill. What they'd normally be for an, they, they don't do else? any other traditions. No. I got to go no. to one of these. Supposed They're to actually fun. They actually oh, yeah. they
1: actually party a lot.
0: Look, I'll tell you this: lesbians party and gay guys decorate and have the greatest gay weddings ever. I've not been to. My neighbors had theirs, and we were supposed to go. Then COVID happened. Then my dog got sick. Yeah. Then you know, we ended up putting my dog down the weekend they got married, so we didn't go to that. They were there was in Denver. I've seen pictures of this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's like uh, you know Alice in Wonderland. These guys, it was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. And just dudes, just dudes in great suits, uh, loads of them. And then a couple of ladies who look a little, like, out of place. They're happy to... The one thing about ladies at gay weddings, you probably know this better Mm -hmm. than me, just the pictures and the things I've seen, they get dressed up and then they don't realize why. And I think it's just to be called fabulous a few times. And then they recognize midway through, there's no point for me to be here. Like, nobody's interested in me. Like, you can see the change when you see women at a gay event. I've been to a few of the cool gay events and they're if they're not lesbians, heterosexual women start getting kind of depressed midway through because because yeah. the attention is nowhere near them. They don't look the best, even if they do look great for one of the straight women. Nobody cares. Right, outdone. Yeah. Well, beyond that, the guys will say, "Oh, you look fabulous," but everyone does, and they look fabulous in a different way. You look traditionally girl fabulous. They love. They would. You're like a dress up. And I think they like it at first and then they don't because then a giant girl will come by in a great dress and the gays love that because it's more material and they just, <laughs> they just love the idea of dressing this one and they don't care. You're just a product. Well, it's like
1: the the women at most weddings, you know, you're not supposed to outdo the bride as far as right. look better than her and stuff, which right. it does happen, you know. But uh, a lot. the guys, like the gay guys show up at weddings and stuff. They are outdoing the
0: groom. Oh, yeah. They, you know, they don't care. It is yeah. all on. They're yeah. going to look better than the bride. They, it's yeah. the Met Gala. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I got to get to one of these. Uh, I went
2: to a gay, one. gay Halloween party. Pew. Ty Goldwater's party. And that was like. Everything. Who's
0: Ty Goldwater? Barry's son. Oh, is it his son? His yeah. gay son? When did you do yeah. that? This was years ago. Oh, this yeah. was when
2: I, uh, you know, in the late 90s. Was it his
0: grandson? His, it was his grandson. grandson. His yeah. grandson. Had He's to, an interior designer. Yeah. And had to cool make house. Barry shut up about gay stuff. It did. Uh, it did. But Barry. was kind of, this is not right, this is not right, and then had a gay grandson and then the 70s said, well, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? And, uh, <laughs> and Barry was decent, there Yeah, and uh, actually went out,
2: uh, now I think about it, it's like, Barry wanted to show. He showed me his minivan, and the minivan that he had, he redid, had the dash redone like his airplane, his Cessna airplane. Nice. So it had all the
0: instruments. How did in you get involved? How am I just now hearing about your Ty Goldwater gay party? Well, you went to the gay, I, I, I that, gay of, party before they were cool.
2: I guess. Yeah, actually, it was yeah, decked you're like a trendsetter. Out.
0: Yeah, that was. Were, was it a gay? I was with my friend Jill. But was it she a was gay Halloween party, or was it a? Goldwater's, because if Barry was there, it wasn't fully gay. Barry still had the old school. He was still getting used to well,
2: it. Well, I thought it was. I mean, but maybe, you know, my standards were, my bar was set low, but there <laughs> were a lot of... Oh, there um, a lot uh, of gays. Yeah, and, and mostly
0: Thai friends. But you know what wrecks a gay party? Barry Goldwater. <laughs> like having, having Barry it Goldwater there. It could have been a combo. There. Yeah. It's like because Carrie Lake having showing up at your gay party would be like, well, this was a cool yeah, gay party. It, but, maybe
2: it was an all skate,
0: yeah. but there was. Barry came uh, around. And, uh, he got yeah. very, uh, you know, he loved his grandson and came around. And this was, a, you know, thing, this but. was the tail end. He probably was. no, oh, he was all done. Yeah. T- yeah.
2: Maybe a year later something.
0: Oh, about, no kidding. Yeah. That, that Paul May Lynn was, there and all that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> it was and, uh, just the, the, old, the old school Hollywoods. I watched a special on Barry Goldwater and he was like, and they were, he was very much against the idea of that. Like the gay thing was like, no, it's not going to be a normal thing in our society. And he wasn't like barking about it, but he wasn't happy about it. And then. I think a, he kind of got over Oh, it completely. completely. The gay grandson yeah. changed everything. Yeah. And he admitted it later. He's like, yeah. I was, you know. You don't know. You just—I was ignorant to it, but it still kind of bugged him. But at the same time, he was super em- he embraced the gay thing after his uh, grandson was gay. It was pretty. It was actually a pretty nice story of, of watching somebody go. You know what? Uh, old dog can't change. But he was, you know, politically, it was adamant against the idea that this is a normal lifestyle, and then kind of came around because he had that uh, grandson over there, uh, you know, snorting stuff off of peepees, and he had to embrace that, or he had to become a pariah pretty cool yeah i gotta get to one of these gay weddings i gay parties i've been to and i look around i'm like this is great they're
1: awesome i don't care you know it's oh the 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 food spread was the the people watching is
0: just phenomenal so here's the other thing about being at a gay party i was at a gay pool party my neighbors i call it a gay pool party because it was a gay it was it was gay as (laughs) why i call it that (laughs) so all these guys are there and they're in their little speedos and stuff i'm in my normal swimming trunks but you just kind of blend into the gay thing if you're a guy there everyone thinks you're gay So suddenly a couple of heterosexual ladies show up, and uh, one of them didn't have a bathing suit. So Megan runs over and goes, we can get you one. And almost in an attempt to be like, it didn't fit her. She was too big for it. She's a bigger girl, but not like bad big, you know what I mean? And uh, Megan's top fit, but not perfectly. And it just kept popping, like everything kept popping out. I'm sitting, I'm the only straight guy there just looking at it going, thank you. There it is again. Thank you. None of the other. And and it was like she was getting upset that her boobs were popping out all the time and nobody cared. And I was keeping it cool. I'm just sitting in the corner of the pool just drinking going, there's another nip slip she's going to want to fix. I'll just keep my eyes on that. Yeah, like the guy at the door with the counter, click, 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 click. another one. There's like 14 of them.
3: Oh my God, it's out again. I'm like,
0: you're not turning anybody, sister. Stop. They don't care. You know what's
2: hilarious on that? My my roommate at the time, Jill, um, were going over there and not even realize it. My costume, that party, WWE Wrestler. Nice. So just uh in comes walking
0: their nation. Oh. You made their own up.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I, it was kind of like a combo of Greg the Hammer Valentine. Uh, but it wasn't an Hulk intended
0: Hulk. I am this guy. You were just general wrestler. WWE
2: wrestler. Right, right, yeah. Right. yeah, you weren't
0: like the Ultimate Warrior. Or yeah. yeah. Okay. Just went in there with shorts and no shirt on, and tights.
2: Might have had a sleeveless shirt on at the time. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I have to remember the get up.
0: It <laughs> you the a last a gay minute. party in a tank top and tights. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder so many people were talking to me. Brady, look at my face. Does this face look like I care what you are? <laughs> that you're a partner with somebody? Is this hey, it at geez, all? I just what what made you think this. I cared? Jesus, dude, take a... We were kidding. That guy yelled at us. What happened to just going, uh-huh, and then walking <laughs> around? a circle around. Yeah, yeah, look it at it face. a circle on his face. He's like, we're, we're just friends. We're not together. It puts everything down. What about my face tells you I care about that, Huh? Now tell me. Like, huh? Why do you? What, what do you look at me and think that I, I would care whether your partners or not? Where? What happened to the old days when you could just brush something off and then call us assholes in the corner somewhere else? What happened to the? Why do you got to be so confrontational about something you didn't like? Take it easy, Sam Smith. Again, okay, we didn't. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Sensitivity training needs to be for the people who are offended, not for the people who spoke. Everybody's so goddamn sensitive towards everything. That's Certain- when you should have broken into unholy. Yeah. Oh, I should have.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? Doing a little Sam Smith for you. I'm, I'm easing you. I'm, it's like a lullaby to you Bro, people. this is
3: on the down low.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to calm you down with a little Sam Smith action so you settle in. Jesus, gay, calm down. We were kidding. We're not gay. We can say things like that. We're heterosexual. It's not a problem for us to go. We're not together. It would disgust us. To be, uh, you know, to have my junk tied into Mark's bramble. I'm not going back there. It's gross to me.
2: He went away just like, that's Steven Holmberg. Good.
0: <laughs> that's the way things used to work and they were better when people would go, <laughs> okay, guys. And then you walked off and go, those two assholes over there are jerks. That's how it used to work. <laughs> that you'd get upset. You'd tolerate it. You'd eat it. And you'd walk to the other side of the room and tell everybody what an asshole that guy is. That's it. You don't just bark that you make everybody so uncomfortable, the whole room sinks. Now there are certain people that deserve to be canceled. This Dilbert character, this, this dude wrote for Dilbert. Did you see his double down? The yes. better part is his second so Dilbert, the guy who created Dilbert, Scott something rather, does not even matter, but he uh he said on a podcast he Scott does Scott Adams. Yeah, Scott Adams, he said on a podcast he goes started to spew out some statistics and stuff, and then said, If I'm giving advice to white people, it's just stay away from blacks. <laughs> it just stay it was away on from his it. own uh youtube yeah show. he's got Absolutely. a youtube show he does and i don't know who watches the dilbert creators youtube show but evidently
2: he, he brought up a poll that asked people if they agreed with the statement is it okay to be white right and that poll 26 percent of black people disagreed and
0: others weren't sure yeah he called the black people a hate group he said blacks are just a hate group They they don't treat us with any respect and he goes if i gave advice to any white people right now it would be Stay away from blacks, and I'm like, all right, you're canceled. I mean, like, there's you're no done. question, you're all done. There's no way you're surviving this. And then, uh, and then, if I, my best advice,
2: I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black yeah, people.
0: Yeah, it's a hate group. So then uh, later, he um, goes on and says, uh, um, by Monday, yeah. He said, based on the current way things are going, uh, the best advice to give to white people: is stay away from blacks. Where's the follow up? I had right it here it's on
2: Saturday. Says. He said, uh, by Monday, I should mostly – I I should be mostly canceled.
0: Yeah. So, at least he knows. Yep. So
2: most of my income will be gone by next week. My reputation and the rest of my life is destroyed. You can't come back from this.
0: Well, that was, that was his thing after because when they asked him again, like, you want to clear that up, he said everybody should be treated as an individual without discrimination. You should absolutely be racist whenever it's to your advantage. What was this should, guy? And then he said ooh. you should also avoid any group that doesn't respect you, even if uh, there are people within the group who are just fine. I, I mean, <laughs> you just can't in this day and age, even if you believe it and may have a point, you should absolutely been racist to, when it's your advantage. It's like, oh, Scott, Dilbert. Dilbert is gone office crazy. Dilbert just basically shot up the office. He just went into the office with an AK-47 and a short sleeve shirt and blew it apart. Gilbert's done. The Anti Defamation League says the phrase
2: "It's okay to be white" was populi- popularized. Huh? Popular. Nope. <laughs> whoa, Do it again. Whoa.
0: Go until you get it. Was popularized. There he is. Nice. By
2: trolls on 4chan in 2017. Yeah. Who knows?
0: And it's just fine to be white. It's fine to be anything. But you know, you can't. You can think it. You can't say, "Hey, you should be racist" when it's to your advantage. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. You're in big trouble, man. Hilarious, because you're never going to survive that. But still, there's some canceling that's going on. They're they're, they're throwing some bombs out there. Some canceling. And they're trying the Woody uh, Harrelson thing. Saturday Night Live had a... And this is the thing I'm mad about with Saturday Night Live now. Other than it hasn't been funny for a while, and that's everybody's beef about it. And it just hasn't. I'd say the second Kenan Thompson got there, it stopped being funny completely.
2: Michael... Che did a Brittany Griner joke. They're still great. The
0: the news is still fantastic. Jost and uh, Che are great. But uh, Woody Harrelson went on, did a monologue that basically said he was offered a movie role once that said uh, the cartel takes over the government and media and uh, makes everybody stay at home and take drugs. You and can't
2: get out. You right. can't come out you unless you leave. take the drug.
0: Well, you can't, even if you do. You're locked in your home until they say you're not and that, you're basically under their thumb. And he said, I do that voluntarily. He goes, I threw the script away thinking no one could ever believe this would happen. And he goes, and then, you know, and basically says, Is it a conspiracy? Is it a red pill? I don't know. And he, and he kind of made this the, they're calling him an anti vaxxer. There was more to it, but it, like they said, he's an anti vaxxer, which I thought, okay, so what? So he's an anti-vaxxer. Are those people not allowed to say anything? You're spreading lies. I'm like, so did the other side. Everybody spread lies. Everyone was wrong. Nobody knew. It's time we all stepped back and said everyone, not a single person got this right. Not one. Not a single citizen, government official, anybody got this right. Not one. And to sit and say the anti-vaxxers are wrong or the uh, must-vax, must-mask-up, must-everything were wrong, that's wrong. Uh, everyone was wrong there was no right answer there was no absolute there was nothing but they are going after woody harrelson and saturday night live which by the way has been so down the line left in support of every single thing that's happened without even really making a lot of jokes about it and they're so woke now that you know they have the cast as non-binary and once they kind of got that hey you don't have any uh diversity on your cast. Lorne Michaels basically said, watch this, and made it so diverse. Saturday Night Live started as counterculture. Saturday Night Live started as, this is where you go to kind of throw your finger in the air at all the authority figures, against all authority. It it was against everything going, watch, you guys don't like this? That's good. Watch this. We're going to, not only are we going to do that, we're going to attack the president with jokes, not in a malicious, evil way. We're going to... I remember a few years ago, they sang a love song to Barack Obama when he was leaving office. It was uh, Kate McKinnon and Cecily Strong sang a love song, not a funny one. It was already a song that had existed, To Serve With Love. They just sang To Serve With Love to pictures of Barack Obama. I'm like, I feel like I'm in Korea. Like, this is weird. Dear leader. Yeah, it was the strangest thing I'd ever seen. And they were in tears. Like they were all upset about it. And I'm like, what the Going on. This isn't the SNL I know. This isn't the thing that's supposed to make everybody go, aha. They skewered the norm. They, ske- they are the norm. So when Woody Harrelson goes on and becomes what Saturday Night Live used to be, which is kind of a thing that questions and has some skepticism, uh uh-uh. uh. Unless it was Trump, you don't question it. It was crazy. So Woody Harrelson's, they're trying right now. I'm watching, I just read three things going, should Woody Harrelson face Some sort of scrutiny for this. I'm like, no, he's totally allowed to be an anti-vaxxer, and I'm not sure he said he was. Woody Harrelson's kind of a weird hippie. Yeah, I think he. I think he self-medicates quite a bit, doing things that normal people don't do. But he's allowed to say, "I don't think vaccines are right." Everybody is. They won't be playing the Schmitz Gay
2: (laughs) Logger. Yeah, imagine Schmitz
0: Gay now. (laughs) Schmitz Gay was one of the funniest things that's ever been done on Saturday Night Live, ever. And it was great. And it was just funny because it was beer that made gays show up and made your party super gay and better. And it was hilarious. Can't do that. Because it's too offensive. Funny's too offensive. But, I mean, even if it wasn't funny, he's still allowed to say, I think the vaccine thing was uh, forced on us by the government. And in hindsight, we can all look back and go, maybe it wasn't the best plan. Maybe not. But no one was right. I don't know who's so self-righteous to think that their side nailed it. I don't know who's out there saying, we, we we knocked it out of the yard. I'm like, nobody did. Everybody screwed this up.
2: The but, fact that people lost their mind on the whole, you're not going anywhere until you get
0: this. Okay. And there are people who lost their jobs because they wouldn't take yeah. the shot. And I mean, it was forced on in a lot of people, and that's not right it's either. too early to laugh at, Joe. I'm laughing at it. I find it hysterical. So what? We're going to have a lot of problems from with future issues because of how poorly this whole COVID thing went down. Nobody got it right. I, I find it odd that all the comments are like, oh, great. Thanks, SNL. Now I have to sit and uh, worry about you. One of the comments online was uh, screaming at Woody Harrelson to apologize for spreading disbelief and false false lies. Like It's just an incredibly selfish and... Privileged position, anti-vax, anti-lockdown, COVID conspiracy. Woody Harrelson and those supporting this BS are only able to do so because they're okay. Nobody who suffered or lost loved ones uh, to COVID talks like this. Nope, probably true. And nobody who is in a wheelchair uh, likes when people make fun of wheelchairs, but people do it. You have to be less sensitive to your thing because it hurts you. I have a big nose. Every big nose joke hurts my feelings. But I'm also strong enough to say, but I have a big nose. This is something I have to get used to. I am bald. People make bald jokes all the time. I can't scream out on Twitter that it needs to stop. I need to grow some duck feathers and get used to it. You hear anti-vax stuff when you're a lunatic on the other side. You can't scream out, I don't want anyone to say things I disagree with. Another one said, thank you NBC and Saturday Night Live for Woody Harrelson's inspired anti-vax man- monologue. Who's guest hosting next week? Scott Bale, Rob Schneider, Kevin Sorbo. Why don't you have Kanye back while you're at it? And it's, uh, like you're, you're barking at Saturday Night Live who couldn't be more on your team. They will cannibalize their own the second they step out of line. And that's called monothought. That's, that's dangerous. That's not freedoms. That's not uh, freedom of speech. That is. Mono thinking, and if you're all in the same group, you can't say something they disagree with or you'll be removed from the group.
2: That's a tough thing because communism you know, is plain old communism, Brett. It is. <laughs> when you're you in like if you're in a room and they're ripping on uh, uh bald people or something yeah. like that, you're like, you for the most part, like this isn't my crowd, I'd I'll go somewhere else.
0: It. But that's the thing. I can handle it. If it's now a, it's,
2: no, you have to placate for right, me. If it's
0: a group of people that are ripping bald guys, and I'm the only one in there, and I'm like, I kind of put myself in this position, and you know what I can do? I can sit and joke back, unless they're being malicious and they're going to harm me. Yeah. But I don't see that. It's just a bunch of words. It's sticks and stones, and it's a bunch of people that walk out and go, wow, that was a anti-bald group. And guess what? I'm still breathing. I still have a birthday. I walked out of there uh, just fine. You have uh, a ton of choices because you know I'm like a... the SNL thing. You don't have to watch it. Well, that, yeah, there's that. And also, you might hear a joke you don't like. That's what humor's based off of. The whole, uh, you know, mathematical equation for humor is pain plus time equals funny. Horrible things after a given amount of time start becoming funny because it's the only way we cope with stuff. I had a friend of mine, I just found out Friday, a friend of mine was killed in a motorcycle accident a few days ago. Didn't know it. I'd been texting him that morning. He's a landscape designer. And I've been try- he's done my whole house uh, and my old house. And I have a project for him. And I'm texting him. Nothing there. And then I get a text from another friend that said, Did you hear about Jason? And I'm like, no, I've been texting him all day. And he goes, he was killed. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it was a gut punch. And then an hour later, I'm like, who's going to do my yard? (laughs) And I text back, like, well, now what? I got to go find a new guy? How selfish is Jason? It's the only way I know how to cope with stuff. Right. Like, I have to make a joke because it's terrible. Otherwise, I'll dive into this deep misery. So I made a little flippant remark to the person I was talking to. He laughed and goes, I know. I can't believe it either. He understood it. He understood it. And he goes, and, you know, text me, there's something wrong with you. And of course there is. I, I deal with things this way. And then he was laughing, too, going, I, it's just so far-fetched, it doesn't seem real. So, yeah, you have to find ways you cope. Would, any, would I say that to his family or his kids? No. You know, maybe if they're playing along. I've made, you know, I've talked to people who have had my friend's wife, uh, ex-wife, committed suicide. And uh, it, it, the only way to cope with that is occasionally make a joke about it because it's such a heavy topic. What are you going to do? Well, Craig Gass, when, when he found out about his mom. Guess his mom, my yeah. eulogy to his mother, his deaf mother, was to remind him that she'd never once heard him say, I love you. <laughs> and he goes, this is, and he texts me, this is exactly what I needed. <laughs> like, I need something, this is how I think. And it's not necessarily the nicest thing, but he knows where it's coming from. We're all, we're, we've lost our minds. You can't even watch TV without writing a letter. And that's the problem with, you know, it used to be that old people wrote letters. When I worked at Tony Roma's, I'm like, oh, these old bastards, they, they're letter-writing machines. You talk to anybody at uh, uh, sports broadcasting, you talk to Studley, oh, you, letters. I don't like when Bob Burnley says blah, blah, blah. They write letters. they got nothing else to do. Now, it's everyone 18 so easy. to 48 writes a letter. They just call it Twitter now. But basically all you are is your grandmother complaining that the worders were stuck to the paper.
3: I can't get my butterscotch out you guys don't ever wrap these right please
2: rectify they had the old people complaints um from the uh, super bowl rihanna's oh,
0: halftime that it was too sexy grabbed her crotch three um, times pregnant woman dancing was too sexy to you Blah. that's the sexy part mm. yeah when did the sexy kick in when all the sperms were dancing all oh. i saw was sperms and rihanna but letter writers used to be those crotchety old people, and th- that were in homes. And now it's everybody. Now you sat. You know, we used to get them in radio prior to Twitter, and it would always be somebody who didn't get it.
3: I want to write a letter to the authorities. I've so the, written the FCC, and I've I've penned a letter.
0: Okay, strongly worded letter. Well done. We'll we'll put this in the file called um, trash. That's in our trash <laughs> file. Thank you for that, old woman. David Letterman had a whole section. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, the viewer mail, which was originally uh, designed for complaints and then turned into them just doing dumb requests. But now it isn't just old people or crotchety weirdos or constant letter-writing machines. We had a lady when I worked at The Zone that wrote a letter once a week. I'm getting you thrown off the air! She was 70. And I made a joke about Regis Philbin. She hated it. And from there on, she scrutinized every word I said. And we'd get a letter a week. She didn't even have email. Like, handwritten letters were coming once a week. And my boss, Paul Peterson,'s like, We got another one. I'm like, no kidding.
3: Tell this person on the radio that it's a profession where professionals work. You gave her a purpose. These shock
0: jocks. And that's what I thought. I thought that exact phrase. I've given this lady a reason to live. I twisted it in my own mind that I was some sort of a. Medicine for her. <laughs> now it isn't old people. Now it's young people. Letter writing young people. Wild. What a generation it's changed! Of dickheads. <laughs> letter writing weirdos. I've never once, because I think I was raised right, felt the need to pen a letter to somebody who had wronged me, as far as a corporation or. Uh, never once. Have I, I'm going to sit down and write them a letter. I've always had better things Dearest to do in my sir. life. Dearest, to, to whom... I've never started anything with, to whom it may concern. Because to me, that's basically like, this falls in anybody's lap who's... Maybe this maybe this effect, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. It's not written to anyone. I don't think I've ever written a letter. I, I, I've joked about it. Like, I'll write a, I'll write a letter, because that used to be a joke. I'll write a strongly worded letter. It was a joke in Titanic, for God's sakes. When Jack's leaning on the frozen door and he says to her, when we get home, I'm going to write a very... Return letter to the white lines. (laughs) Like, yeah, because their boat crashed. It's a very funny line. He's going to write a letter and tell them this wasn't acceptable. Oh, Tony Romus, letters, one after another. And you know what I always noticed about the letter? Real clearly written was their return address. Because they knew they were getting gift certificates. They knew it. Like, they
3: got to please rectify this situation. My husband was called an old by one of your servers. His hair looked like it was done by a hurricane.
0: That's Holmberg. And then they would send him $40 in gift certificates. They were very sorry. Please visit us again. And they showed up, and we would write on the back of the gift certificates letter or complaint or a code. Bill Osborne actually sent out gift cards? Bill Osborne loved sending out gift certificates because then he could do terribly funny things to these people when he saw, oh, gift certificates, (laughs) because he knew how they got them. We didn't give them out for, we, like, we didn't tell many people you could buy gift certificates, but he would hand them out and, like, make a mark on them for the ones he mailed to people who bitched and cried. And make sure they had another terrible experience so they'd never come back. <laughs> and we give them, like, the worst. Well, the, the, his best thing was, the, oh, Osborne, please someone find him. I remember we had a, a waiter named Tony who was horrible. He was an African-American kid. Worst waiter ever. We had a lady named Jen who was Asian, barely spoke the language. Don't know how she got the job, but she got it. So when old people would come in that he knew he wanted to mess with, he's like, put them in Tony's section. They'll hate it. They're being served by exactly who they tried to stop from being in restaurants in the first place. And Tony would walk up, How many name's Tony? I'll be your waiter.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're, arms full. you're not touching the food, are you?
0: No, ma'am, I will not. And then Bill would talk to Tony about, like, go out there and have, like, barbecue sauce on your fingers or something. Just hand their food to him. Because they they, they, he knew they were probably racist. Put your they, thumb in their drink yeah, Exactly. And- <laughs> he knew they were probably racist. And he would, he would make them uncomfortable.
2: It's after five. Shouldn't you be catching the bus home? It was
0: the best. <laughs> Is there anything wrong at the table here, folks? Tony's got to get home before the streetlights come on. Because <laughs> of the clan.
3: <laughs> well, I, I don't. You've made me uncomfortable.
0: Well, let's take those gift cards off your hands and get you out of here. <laughs> yeah, old people used to write letters. Now it's a gaggle of young people. What are they gonna be like when they're old? All they've done is complain through their twenties. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to be this angry at the world until you're at least fifty. Not everything can make you mad. So Woody Harrelson's an anti vaxxer. Don't watch his movies. Who cares? That's what I always say. Vote with your dollar. If you, right. if you don't like it, then don't support them. Well, Chick fil A did a thing. That, you know, Remember, they had the gays, and then they were mad at teenagers, and they, they, they started to throw a fit at these kids that were saying terrible things. We're a family establishment. We're no longer accepting teenagers. They're like, huh? They're, they're, they just were kicking teenagers out like crazy. And one of their Chick fil A's. And people went nuts. And I'm like, the kids were ruining their store. They have, a, yeah. they have a right to do that, so don't go. But yeah, what do you hear else? I, I, you don't want to know. Your celebrity's inner thoughts, your favorite celebrity's inner thoughts might not jibe with you. And I think it's a crush. I think it's because of Facebook and social media and stuff. People think they're actually friends with like Vin Diesel. And if he says something they don't like, they're like, you've disappointed me. It's like, well, why? He, you don't know him. You're not really pals with Vin Diesel. And he's not going to fall in line with everything you think just because you have two thumbs up on one of his posts. Idiots. Everybody needs to stop. You don't want to know your celebrities. I've said it. I wanted to start that podcast years ago. All your heroes are assholes. And just point out, all the things you thought about this guy were probably wrong. Gandhi, Mother Teresa, right down to Mickey Mantle. Everything's been sold to you. Everything. And everybody buys it and then gets mad when Woody Harrelson says, I'm an anti-vax. I'm like, really? Hippie Woody Harrelson is against the gov. Hippie, weird swims in his underwear, uh, you know, fights uh, the government at any turn he can on his causes, is kind of skeptical of a drug given to him by the government. The government that screamed no drugs, no drugs, no drugs for the last 70 years was like, here, take this. I, I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I can understand it. And we have a major drug problem going on. Huge, massive and, and it's the war against drugs and all this other stuff. But when it came down to it, it's like, here's drugs. And you have to take them. Like, wait a second. I <laughs> know you're a pusher. And by the way, I don't know where this fentanyl factory is, but they found another four million pills Friday, three million Saturday. And what kind of product are they pumping out that we can steal seven million pills and they're still fine? I'm not make a dent. If you stole seven million Kit Kats, Kit Kat would be in big trouble. And I know they're pumping out a lot of Kit Kat.
3: Impossible.
2: Citizens' arrest <laughs> on the all over <laughs> on the Kit, Kat <laughs> the Kit
0: But think about that. What what industry can handle a hit of 7 million seized things <laughs> and still be like, we're fine? And how much is getting through? Like, we we didn't catch all of it, so we got all the fentanyl. Millions. We, got, we got 7 million pills. We got all of it. Nope. That's just a little... I, I, everybody's on it, evidently. I don't get it. But, yeah, there's a massive drug problem, and we're sitting there mad at Woody Harrelson for saying. I'm not real sure I liked how that was handled. Big deal.
3: I'll write a letter. What, you're 24. I'm writing a letter. Oh, dearest Twitter. Please be angry with me at Woody Harrelson. He hasn't done anything great since True Detective. Well, I like Zombieland. Oh, but that was just okay.
0: I like Woody Harrelson. Woody's one of my favorite TV characters ever. From Cheers? Forget it. White men can't jump? He's done a lot of good stuff. Do I think I'd get along with Woody Harrelson? No. I think Woody Harrelson would piss me off in about four minutes with all the hippie talk and just being stoned all the time. He'd be a useless friend. He's constantly high. He wants to take his clothes off and swim all the time. I'm not interested. Do Do I want to be best friends with Woody Harrelson? No. Do I like what he does? Yes. True Detective was great. Until the last episode got a little weird. You can make friends with our promo team and have the same exactly, same result, exactly. You know? Do I want to be friends with our promo team because <laughs> they're all little, little tiny Woody Harrelsons with no money? No, I don't. And Woody might be fun, but I don't want to hang out with people that high all the time. I don't mind people who get high every once in a while, but when you're Jim Morrison high, twenty four hours a day, you, you drive me. You're crazy. getting here, You, you right? drive me nuts. <laughs> I don't want to be around high people all day. Or, Brett's right, I just go down the hall and go, Hey, uh, useless promo guys, you want to go do everything together? What? Bro! <laughs> Steven Holmberg wants to hang! <laughs> Whatever. Will you buy me a Kit Kat at the bodega? No, and all I would do is go, McGill, get in the car. We're going to go get you some clothes and make you look less like Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> and the other dude who just sits and stares and smiles... I like him. Which one is he? Uh, which one is he? Yeah, he's all that, of I mean, them. that kind of narrows it down, down. Yeah, every one of them. You come to one of KUPD's events, you'll notice Brett will be dancing around the table talking. And there's three, like, The Last of Us characters behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that's our promo staff.
2: McGill will be the first one to talk to you. Well, well, that's Oh, well, yeah.
1: The other ones yeah. will
0: smile. I don't know if McGill's on, like, uh, he's definitely on sativa. He's the chatty one. <laughs> the other guys are hitting it hard, whatever it is. And just staring at you. Stop! <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched, up watched our listeners go up to the table and go, "What's all this?" Then, and they just point to like everything at the table. You can register to win tickets to the, and then they move the box to read the box to the guy. Muse concert, and then they put it back. <laughs> like that guy could have done that, <laughs> but a little bit of an explanation as they walk up to the table. <clears throat> Be like that poof guy. Just don't stop talking to the people. Draw them in. P.T. Barnum, that thing. But, yeah, I don't want to be friends with Woody Harrelson. He would drive me bananas. Brady and I would be like, all right, we got to lose Woody. I know you'd You'd hate him. We'd be golfing about the eighth hole. Woody's driving me crazy. Yeah, he's trying to get you high all day. He's that's so all he does. It's hard
2: for Brady, though, because he's yeah. still a celebrity.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> he'd
3: be so yeah, hard. Brady would be like, like Woody, last you smoking the ganja.
0: He'd be like, he'd try to relate to the ganja lifestyle.
3: And Brady, it's fun. I smoked some of that rope with you. I think I'd be in on that. What, do you got tie stick? What is that?
2: Was it Mike it was Epps that was in that Brady really struggled with because he's African-American <laughs> and he's stoned all the time, yeah, trying to relate to him?
0: That was the one. We took, hit it off. Took, is that Mike Epps you took outside to play basketball?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: We hooped.
0: Like what?
3: Come on, son.
0: Mike Epps came Come in. Come on, yeah, He did. Mike Epps came in with a group of about four other black people, and so his entourage with him, and you could Mike here's the thing about Mike Epps doesn't like people <laughs> right. oh not at all I, and I, I, I I've watched his act, and I venture to say he doesn't like white people, and it's funny, but I think there's some truth to it okay. he just I just don't think he likes white people that much, and I like that he doesn't. I think it's hilarious, but I think Brady sensed his discomfort in the room with his entourage. Yeah, he and was overly kind to him. And the next thing you know, I'm like, where did everyone go? And Brady was in the parking lot playing basketball with him.
3: I know what you guys like. Follow me. Uh,
0: and he took him outside and nice, show you something. And they followed him for whatever reason. And it worked. It was like, you know, a fat Albert cartoon broke out in our parking lot. Everybody was having fun playing basketball with little Brady.
3: Nice shot,
0: Mike Epps. And he's like, thanks, man. And then he came back in, still kind of angry. He had to do radio and not happy with the whole situation. And it was fine. But, yeah, I think it, you don't have anything in common with Mike Epps at all. But you tried.
2: Look, I had my 18 holes with the guy super high last week.
0: Oh, yeah, Antonio Holmes. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't right. like, that wasn't like. No, it radio. was
2: fun. I was like, you know.
0: But he was driving you nuts. You even said Oh yeah, no, there's a couple you can't
2: move. I'm like, you're so high right now. (laughs) How can you tell? And it was fun because you could throw that back at
0: him. Right, because he wasn't hiding it. Yeah. He was but that is also annoying, is that you're too high to function.
2: My eyes are like a hawk. I can see you
0: move. You're stoned beyond belief and you're driving us all nuts. Wheaties all think they're fun. Eighty percent of you are a drag. It's fun at first, but when you're real high and you're just staring, and I know that if, if, you know, if anything started to happen, I can't rely on you at all. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I accidentally dropped the glass and I cut my vein open, and I'm standing there next Whoa. to this guy, like, great. He's just going to stare at it. I'm going to die. Yeah, I'm going to die today. I don't like hanging out with Wheaties. You've got to have a couple of normals in there. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Woody Harrelson didn't do anything wrong. Get off Saturday Night Live's back. I'm not even a fan of the show. but they, If anybody's complied with the wishes of the fallen line left, it is Saturday Night Live. That is a, a one-sided machine of comedy now. Although it has gotten a little better, it's not what it used to be, which, I mean, you watch the old episodes. They went on purpose, they tried to be like, oh, this is the norm. We're going this way. They'd go the other direction on purpose. It is not counterculture now, as evidenced by the fact that Woody Harrelson can't even say it. When did that happen, that Republicans were the counterculture? (laughs) It's creepy. Martin Sheen used to tie himself to every tree that was going to get chopped down. You're like, now these guys, they have causes. Now it's just letter writers. Ugh. Anyway, what are you going to do? There's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness podcast at 98KUPD.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. No more letters. Let's go to Brett's gay weddings. But again, <laughs> a lot more fun. What would have? I wonder what would have happened if you played one of the songs on the don't playlist. Or probably not, not. 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 I know. That's what I mean. Who's actually going to get mad at a wedding that they're like, I can't believe they're playing Michael Jackson. We have. They're going to gonna go. stop everything. Yeah. Probably nothing. But that I don't know because there's so many letter writers out right. there. I don't know that there no. wouldn't be somebody that was like, I can't so believe you guys did that. And then you wouldn't gotten It just paid. takes
2: one friend. If my friend, you know, at that wedding, one friend heard them play that song.
0: Right. But then they complain to the bride and bride. And then the yeah. bride and bride goes to Brett and said, we told you not to play that. And he goes, oops, I slipped in. I didn't realize Michael Jackson, but we uh, it was Rockwell. Yeah. I forgot he's in the background of that.
2: I and- DJed a uh, wedding one time where the couple, you know, they give you a list. And I'm playing a song that's right off their list, and, and their grandmother comes over. You're playing devil's music right now. Wow. I mean, it yeah. was, and just got an earful for about right. 10 minutes. Old lady. I'm like, well, talk to your granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> and then I knocked her out.
3: Get off right. my stage, bitch. I'm
0: Diplo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm on the ones
2: and twos right now.
3: Hey, my name isn't Diplo. It's Dippin' Dots, but still.
0: <laughs> You get it, old woman. But that was the lesbian couple keeping you safe. Right. Yeah. By saying, here's a list. Don't play this or we're not paying you. Because we got so many sensitive people in the audience. They can't even hear Michael Jackson without thinking that we're all in favor of child abuse. Oh, I'm getting paid regardless. Michael Jackson's songs are still great. Absolutely. That's There's nothing. like His what, great what songs are still great.
2: Oh, If I came out with a leather jacket, one glove, and you put it on there and danced to it. I would have paid money for up that.
0: Up. It would have been awesome.
2: Because you'd have pulled it off. Mm-hmm. You commit. I will give you that.
1: I do. Twinks. Here I go.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I think any of those dance songs he did would have been huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You don't want to know your celebrities. Stop getting to know them. I would have liked to seen Brady dressed as Michael Jackson. Oh, man.
2: A thousand percent.
0: Because everybody would have thought that Weird Al's fat was about to <laughs> what get <happened>?
2: fat. <laughs>
0: eat it. Oh, he's doing eat it. I get it. <laughs> he's not doing the Michael thing, but that's funny. Yeah, I just, I find that odd. It's like it's uh, Some of our guests would lose their minds and hate everyone if you played anything by uh, Michael Jackson.
1: Uh And it might have been a CYA on their side. Of course it is. They They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to
0: hassle. But it's weird that you got to think of that stuff. It's like that somebody is so offended by the idea that Michael Jackson existed that they can't hear it at someone else's wedding that they had nothing to do with other than attend.
2: They just didn't like it.
0: Like Toledo wouldn't have Boston play at his wedding. Right. But you're not going to go complain, (laughs) all right, I hate the bride Bride and groom. I hate the bride and groom because you know I don't like Boston. You know that triggers me. Get over your triggers. We need sensitivity training for the listener, not for the speaker, for the listener. A lot of people need to be taught to be a little less sensitive towards everything that bothers them. We need to, to sit down. You're
2: saying s- actual anti-sensitivity.
0: Training. No. Less yes. Sens- I guess less, that's what it less would be called. Yes, less sensitivity. Like people who are like, I
3: can't. I, this person needs to go. They said something I don't like.
0: It's like, no, no, no. Maybe we'll we'll deal with them, but you need to be tougher. Let's deal with why you don't like. Yeah, it. You're so Quit being a pussy. You're so fragile yeah. that you need to be toughened up a little bit. You you're hearing things you don't like and you lose your mind. You need to toughen up. But Twitter did it to him because everybody's got a bullhorn and a complainer. Be cool. Pull the stick out, man. You get that? That's got to be uncomfortable every day to have a stick buried in your ass. got really a really t right? Pull the stick Pull out, man. Pull that stick out, man. You know what we should do is give away KU 50 sticks.
2: There you go. Yeah. Little
0: branches and just go here. Now put, put it in your ass and go, well, no, wow, hey no, hold on. and then <laughs> pull it out. Easy there, Toledo. Ben will do that.
2: <laughs> I think you <laughs> might have dropped this. <laughs> yeah, Wait yeah, a minute.
0: I think this fell out of your ass a second ago, <laughs> which would be a nice thing. Or just have it handy with you, and then when somebody's bothering you, just go, hang on just a second, and reach behind him, go, (laughs) and then pull out the KUPD stick. And go, what is that? It's like a KUPD stick. I just pulled it out of your ass. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Now you can loosen up and be a normal person. The KUPD stick available in Ben's office. (laughs) Yeah. And it can be a little prop humor like Tiger had with his uh, friend Justin Thomas a few weeks ago when he handed him a tampon on the golf course and everybody lost their minds. Toughen up. Tiger Woods made a joke with a friend you didn't like, that's none of your business. I make jokes with Brady and Brett and Toledo all day long. And if you heard him, you, you might get upset. But, you know, making fun of Toledo not having a dad is all through the building. Salespeople joke about it. Yeah. How am I gonna refute it? <laughs> you got no dad. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the basics of it are yep. Shut up, you guys. <laughs> Now, if it got out of hand where certain people who bah. shouldn't be making jokes make jokes, you get mad at them and you no, tell them you you're find not allowed.
2: something to get at them. Right. They're missing something too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. And usually it's happiness. Right. So you can find what's causing that and, and tease a them stick. with it. Yeah. People hate that. People hate the counterpunch. It's great stuff. Uh, it's uh, 719. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Brett? Make it good because if I have one on that list that I don't like, People are losing their jobs. There's no MJ on there. Don't worry uh, about it. No Kanye.
1: Uh, but uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Up north got hammered with uh, snow again this weekend. More coming. And there's more coming on yeah. tomorrow Wednesday, I think. I think yeah. Wednesday we're supposed to yep. get hammered again. So now's the time to head up north and, uh, well, get all your gear ready this week. So head on over to Action Ride Shop. Pick up some new stuff. Rent some new stuff. Whatever you want to do, they're going to get you up north. And if you don't want to go up north, which... Me, I don't want to take the 17 up north. No, I'm just no, going to no. I'm just gonna be hitting no, the trails on the mountain bike. So. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: Constantly yeah. just piling up right just, now. Nobody can drive. Yeah, yeah you're right. Hit yeah. those trails. Hit the trails. Well, so. Everybody was out yesterday, as cold as it was. Yeah. I was on that trail for a couple hours. And man, oh, man, it was full. Crazy amount of people. Didn't expect it. Yeah, so
1: hit up the uh, bike trails as well. If you don't want to head up north, actionrideshop.com, or go visit the guys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern uh, on the list, Anthrax, Avatar, Ministry, August Burns Red, they're playing at the Marquee tonight, uh yeah. Man 5000, Nine Inch Nails, Corn.
0: I was hoping there'd be something for a $200 Down. Uber ride. Yeah, no, there's nothing. $200 Uber rides are no fun. <laughs> Is there a song called? <laughs> this well, there's, there's thieves <laughs> from Ministry up there, so... He wasn't a thief. That guy was getting what he's at. De- right, he deserved it. He deserved every penny, and he was very nice. But uh, it's tough at the end of an Uber ride when the Uber driver turns to you and goes, <laughs> Bitch, better have
2: my money. All right.
0: <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah, i, mean, I got to go to the ATM real quick. I don't have, My Apple Pay doesn't work. Uh, I don't care what, whatever you choose. What is Bloody Wood Danadan? That's my that's, sister and my dad.
1: That's that uh, Indian kind of... M- what metal kind of band Indian are we talking about?
0: Like Bollywood metal. Yeah. Guardians or? No, no. Oh, no. the other ones. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Circle K. Gotcha. <laughs> That's probably accurate. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Slayer! Bloody, I don't know what you, you want, want. me to pull some bloody up? your little bloody wood. Hey, what's bloody wood sound? Like? No, it's... It's, uh, it's metal Bollywood? East... Yeah, it's Bollywood rock? I
2: think so. It's a fits.
0: Bolly, uh, right? I, well, it fits. You know, of course is. he did. Tooling around Calcutta? Where did he find it? <laughs> I don't who
2: said a D&D show
0: I not even know that they had
2: this <laughs>
0: I mean there's a billion people over there so you got to assume that some of them like rock but I have not heard one I guess Raw was the closest thing we had to East All right, I guess this I is enough. I don't know they're the, really the only ones one. well they did they called my name and it turned out that they were but he might have been like <laughs> Afghani or Pakistan I don't know what kind These are Indians?
3: Yeah. I have no idea <laughs> what he's saying there. So horrible. I love...
1: Well, it's still... Like, it's no Kim Dracula, no, no, no. by the way. I, you I, know, but, I'm talking about the lyrical
3: content. I think we're going <laughs> to yeah. get a letter. Oh, yeah. No question. <laughs> Dear KPD, I have listened to many of your songs.
0: I've never been more offended by when you played Bolly Hollywood. Or <laughs> uh, right, I don't care. Pick something. It doesn't bother me. Anybody? Uh, uh, I like uh, August Burns Red. All right. Throw a little of that in there. August Burns Red is good. We have that one in the system. And spring training's back. Sure. Brett went to a game this weekend. Yeah. Everything's uh, back and ready to go. I got friends hitting me up to go to games today. I can't make it. But... I actually like the pitch clock. Yeah, the pitch clock's new. It
2: was moving.
1: The game keeps was the moving. game
0: flying. I hate that baseball has to change.
2: And that'll uh, go... Uh, end of the season, too. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. clock. Okay. yeah. They're practicing now. There's baseball. Right. Has in the to minor s- leagues, I
3: think, all year last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think they're testing it down there. I think if they're going to change baseball completely, they just kind of end the statistics now and put a two-and-a-half-hour clock on the game. Huh? No matter where they're at? Uh, it, yeah. Because, I mean, you're you're screwing with stats now anyway when you do. So,
2: like, in Little League, we're button up against the next game. we got to go. Yeah.
0: And you basically have whatever comes first, nine innings or two and a half hours. Well,
1: they said this weekend that with, with all the games, they went from three-hour spring training games down to an average of two and a half-hour right, games. That's beautiful. Two and, so, and a half is yeah, all you
0: need for yeah. baseball. That's perfect. I think every time someone steps out of the batter's box, mm-hmm. it's it's a strike. I think, I think Machado yeah. got screwed yeah. up with yeah. that. Yeah, he, Yeah, good. Because you get, you quit adjusting. Pitcher takes
1: too long. It's a ball. Yeah. Batter takes too long. Quit adjusting striking.
0: all your your you know. Get it right when you step up to the plate and have you know stand in that box the whole. Once you're in the box, you're in the box. Unless there's dirt in your eye or an injury or something. Oh, I remember,
1: I remember some watching good the, fights. That's it. I remember watching the Cubs in like the '80s and and Bob denier
0: would just say every pitch he's out there redoing his yep. gloves. Nomar Garcia like, like, is the one I remember oh, the no most. Mar- he had a it, whew, it, he did it three, three times, times and he'd yeah. do it on each hand. I'm like you're taking forever. You're yeah. killing the game. I get it. There's slow play in golf. There needs to be slow play in baseball, and I hate that baseball has to change. But it has to change. It has oh, to. Agree. It has to because it is a. It's losing audience like crazy. B. It's dreadfully boring to watch uh, because the announcers aren't allowed to be fun anymore. So put some speed on it. Make or, or time an inning. You got 15 minutes. Yeah, the pitch clock was great though. I mean, the game moved. Yeah, if you can get you know 15 15 minute maximum inning. That's it. So get get your runs in, boys. If you're if you trust me, if you're in a half inning of Time. 50 minutes, that's it. That's all you got.
1: Oh, we left three on base. They're trying to do that in the you know extra inning games with the ghost runner, right. and that, that I don't that like. Thing too. That but, I don't. Yeah, like. but
0: that screws up stats and things like yeah. that too. So it, if you're already, it's a statistical game they've played with so much, it doesn't matter. And they did get rid of the shift too, which is great. i I've, I've I fixed that years ago. You're not allowed to be on the other side of the base until the pitch is thrown, right? It's a simple thing to fix. I, I just
1: know. never understood it. It's like, why are these left-handed power hitters not just bunting
0: down but, the third baseline? That's yeah. all you have to and do. And you know why? Be done. Because the commissioner threatened teams to say, if you start doing that, you'll wreck the game. <laughs> <Already> <laughs> because nobody wants it. to watch 20 bunts from power hitters. Hey, that's the way it is. Well, then get those guys way, yeah. on the other side right. of the field. Yeah, Baseball is a mess. And it's such a beautiful game. And I'm a huge baseball Same. fan. But it doesn't fit in today's Hurry up, society. I said it 20 years ago. I say it today. The thing that wrecked baseball was ESPN's Baseball Tonight. They gave you a four-and-a-half-minute highlight package of each game. Highs, lows, pitches, plays, everything. You didn't need to watch the whole what thing. What do I need to watch? Yeah, this? you know, it's the Cliff's Notes of a three-hour game in four-and-a-half, five minutes. And if it's a really good game, you get the full seven. You don't need to watch the whole thing. And baseball is slow. It's designed to be a meandering summer afternoon. It's not supposed to be fast. But now you gotta, you got to speed it up. Pick it up, because the Diamondbacks, man, I tell you what, you try to go down there and enjoy yourself. I dared you. Mm. It's nearly impossible to sit in that giant cavern alone and watch the Pirates and Diamondbacks or Marlins and Diamondbacks play. It really is. One and of the get worst any stadiums. enjoyment out of it. If Considering the kid,
1: all the all the renovations and everything that have happened in stadiums, yeah, it's.
0: Well, there's nothing sucks. worse than a baseball game when it's nine to one in the fourth inning. Yep. Nothing's going to happen good for the next five innings. You got to sit through three hours. I'm not stand for that. Mm-mm. Put a clock on it. Uh, haste. Put a little. Put a mercy. Little, put a little speed on that. Well,
2: you're still going to have nine to one games, but yeah.
0: sure. But put a little speed on it.
2: Yeah,
0: and make it at least. You're only there for two and a half hours. That's mm-hmm. it. If it's tied after two and a half hours, home run derby. <laughs> yes.
3: People, uh, how
0: great would that be for that the fans? That would be phenomenal, like uh, in soccer where you have well, to... Absolutely. You, you play one inning. If it's still tight after one inning, home run derby. You Jeez. pick three guys on You think Hockey did it. Hockey did Soccer's done it. Yeah. Hockey's like, okay, we have to have a shootout. It's the most exciting thing in, in hockey. It's uh, amazing. Shootouts are so fun to watch. Baseball could do the same thing. And then the playoffs, you go back to got to play it out. Sure. But home run derbies, I mean, are you kidding? I'd stay for a game that was one-to-one because I know it's not going to go 21 innings and bore me to tears my ass hurts for three days. The other
1: team gets to pick your home run hitter.
0: No, that would be boring. Because then you got you know <laughs> pitchers. <laughs> now Miguel Abuela. All right, this guy is 141 pounds. He plays shortstop. He just got called up. No goddamn way he gets the ball out of the infield. He's got three swings. <laughs> he's oh. a he's a punch and Judy swinger. This thing might roll back to the mound. But yeah, home run derby. You get to it's the same thing as in the All Star game, and then you just get you know ten pitches. Your guy hits as many out, and the next guy, see if he can top it. If not, you lose. But, yeah, the other team picking. They've chosen an injured player. He is on the bench. He hobbles up there. He was active for the game. Big mistake by Bob Melvin on that one. (laughs) Got to make him inactive in case of a tie. Now he's wheeled up to the plate. Oh, the governor would have
2: (laughs) so much fun with that one.
0: This is ridiculous. This little Dominican is not even going to touch that. Don't even worry about it. Bring the fences into Little league size. It's not happening. Trust me. We spent four weeks at Salt River. I watched this kid scramble around (laughs) Salt River all spring. If he pushes it into center field, we got to count it as a home run. He's weak. Weak like Caleb from Shriners. There's one that didn't get out of the inning. Diamondbacks are going to lose this one. Big mistake by Lavello. Each team gets to pick their dinger homer or a guy. And they go out Dinger. there with yeah, They're right. Dinger. Dinger guy. You heard me? <laughs> Dinger! Dinger! I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, I've fixed baseball a thousand times. If I had a brain for finance, I'd be the greatest commissioner in baseball history. I, could, I fixed every problem they've ever had, ever. And you know who started to do it? A thing called Sav- the Savannah Bananas. It's the, it's the best baseball could ever be. They're coming to town here, I think, in April, too. And they sell out everywhere they go. The players all dance during the pitch. It's like, oh yeah, these dudes can play like a Max ball Paction too. Kind of thing. The whole thing's silly, and for no. And then every once in a while, they have like just a big dance number between innings, where the players get out of the dugout and they have this choreographed <laughs> thing. That's the yeah.
1: team Murray owns. It's, it's
0: like the Globetrotters, then. No, so it's, it's very just, much Globetrotters. Okay. but These dudes can play. Okay. And I mean, they are ball players, and it's you know uh, just a baseball game. They lose sometimes. They win sometimes. Who are they? I'm gonna look Savannah Bananas. And it's just you flat got to look at their merch, silly. too. Their merch is pretty they solid. They have a dude who uh, has, like, nine-foot stilts that pitches. <laughs> it is the creepiest thing you've ever seen, but he's fine, and he's gunning it. And it's, it's got to be hard to hit because he's standing, like, 20 feet in the air. His stride's <laughs> going to be at the yeah. plate. And it's just a goof. But, I mean, that's a novelty app. But they've got a lot of ideas. They put a clock on the game. You, gotta, you can't, you know, a lot of good ideas. And the other thing that they need to do is put an earpiece in the umpire and have the computer call balls yep. and strikes. It would be zero, no umpire could have. Eric Burns um, man, did it's already that, sold out. Yeah. Oh, they sell out everywhere here they in go. March. Everywhere they go, they sell out. We need to get them in studio. Savannah Bananas are, uh, they are kind of the Globetrotters of baseball, even though I think it's a little bit more competitive.
2: Where are they
3: playing?
0: Uh, Scottsdale Stadium. Yeah. It's, it's. And who doesn't say they're playing? Like an all star team? They have a team of college all-stars that have... Uh, former college all-stars that kind of travel with them. The they're generals. the Senators and, they, and the they, Generals. But yeah. they aren't the Generals. They win a lot. Yeah. So it's a real baseball game. These guys can actually mash. So there's good baseball being played, and it's hurry the F up. It's like, let's go. And in between, you're getting entertained like crazy. Savannah Bananas are of entertainment value. And baseball has lost the idea that they're also entertainment. They're so stuck on the idea that they're a sport. <laughs> That people are getting tired of. We like going to the ballpark and getting drunk. Nobody likes the game anymore. And it's baseball's fault for building a mall around a baseball stadium, giving people all sorts of other things to do, and then say, oh, yeah, remember baseball? That was my big complaint about Bank One Ballpark before they tore it down and built Chase, was that (laughs) the game was secondary to the actual team. Like the Diamondbacks reckoned, fans, don't you want to watch the Southwest Airlines peanut throw? No, I want to watch baseball every chance you get. You distract me with something else. Wrigley Field doesn't the have that splits thing. while they're playing. And... Yeah, the dudes, the, the the stuff that these guys do Goes is down really...
3: into a full split.
0: Watch this; Chris he hits it Chapman too.
3: That's to lower than he's ever been it's a ball? Oh, well, he got walked. He's <laughs> off for the races. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah,
0: I don't. Know. I've never heard the guys call in the game.
3: Brady West, by the way.
0: I don't know what, what this is.
3: is. <laughs> Possible ends
0: up firing it high. The banana is whipping it around the infield. They but do throw second. around. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> just dicking around with it. It's just fun. They got it. It's them. just flat, stupid fun. And they're here in March and they yeah, sold March out. 31st. They sold out yeah. in November. I'm pissed. I would have yeah. went. It's crazy. It's a great thing. Uh, let's do it. August Burns Red. You got it ready? Yep. All right, let's do it. It's your wake up song. Baseball? Call me. Hockey. Brady, how many ideas have we had in this room that would have saved the Coyotes in Glendale? We knew. You had a Mexican goalie. He's Cuban. Quit fighting me. El You be. had El Sevo kicking ass out there on the west side, and you didn't market to the Mexicans? You kept telling everybody, he's not Mexican, he's Cuban. You're telling your entire fan base in the West Valley, not like you, don't come. Idiots. You talk that guy into pretending to be his Mexican just like uh,
2: El Carlos
0: Mencia. El Sabo would have been a hit. A Lucha Libra night. <laughs> you give away Coyote's match. Which they ended up doing. Of course they did. It's a great idea. But they don't listen. I'll, now I'll look at you. You're playing in some guy's backyard. Can we borrow your backyard for a few minutes? We don't have a place to play. Sure. Thanks, college. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, Eric's